It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Hands On. Our scripture reference is Acts chapter 22, verses 2 through 16. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. When they heard him addressing them in Hebrew, they became even more quiet. Then he said, I am a Jew born in Tarsus and Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, educated strictly according to our ancestral law, being zealous for God, just as all of you are today. I persecuted this way up to the point of death by binding both men and women and putting them in prison as the high priest and whole council of elders can testify about me. From them, I also received letters to the brothers in Damascus, and I went there in order to bind those who were there and to bring them back to Jerusalem for punishment. While I was on my way and approaching Damascus, about noon, a great light from heaven suddenly shone about me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I answered, Who are you, Lord? And then he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but did not hear the voice of the one who was speaking to me. I asked, What am I to do, Lord? The Lord said to me, Get up and go to Damascus. There you will be told everything that has been assigned to you to do. Since I could not see because of the brightness of that light, those who were with me took my hand and led me to Damascus. A certain Ananias, who was a devout man according to the law and well spoken of by all the Jews living there, came to me. Standing beside me, he said, Brother Saul, regain your sight. And that very hour, I regained my sight and saw him. Then he said, The God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear his own voice. For you will be his witness to all the world of what you have seen and heard. And now, why do you delay? Get up, be baptized, and have your sins washed away, calling on his name. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. In a sense, Christmas is always with us. At Christmas, our worship swells with the wonder of the Incarnation. In Jesus, we see God in the flesh. The season allows us to reflect upon God's world-saving desire. Why else would God send his son? Well, open the book of Hebrews and you'll have reflection material. You don't have far to go before you get to it. 
The book's first verse says so much. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. Verse 2 is a continuation of the same sentence. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. So, yes, Jesus came to save us. But our Lord also came to speak to us. We're not all that great at listening to one another. That could help explain the difficulties we have listening to God. We're not all that great at listening to God, so maybe that could explain the difficulties we have with listening to one another. My thought today is that God has always wanted to speak with us. That's where visions, dreams, angels, and scripture come into play. But that desire is also a part of the incarnation. What is God saying to us through Christ? Now, let's shift gears. As a side note, this year I taught my kids how to drive standard. During one of our sessions, one of them said, Oh, that's why we say, let's change gears. Come think of it. Maybe that's not a side note. We were learning to shift gears while driving a vehicle. It was in that hands-on moment the lesson connected for my young Fletcher. Can we call the incarnation a hands-on moment? In a way, yes. The world saw the hands of God through the hands of Jesus. What does God say to us through the incarnation about our mission as the church. A lot, I'm sure. One thing we cannot ignore is that our mission must be hands-on or incarnational. God became flesh in order to speak to us. What do our churches need to become in order to speak life into our communities? In Acts 22, a mob points their anger toward Paul. The apostle gets arrested, but has a chance to address the people. Luke, the author of Acts, says that Paul hushed the crowd and began to address them in Hebrew. Then Luke says, when they heard him addressing them in Hebrew, they became even more quiet. Paul knew what he was doing. He could have said everything in Greek, but he chose Hebrew. Through language, he was being incarnational. You and I have a message to share with the world today. It's the same message Paul shared. Yes, our testimony may be different than Paul's. We have a testimony, though, to give glory to God, to point others to the glory of God. As the church, our mission is best live in incarnational ministry. How can we be hands-on with people that God loves so much? The more hands-on we become, the more love thrives in our hearts and faith. God reached out to you because he wanted you to know something. How is God calling you to reach out to others he loves just as much as you? Stay blessed. 
Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.